What's up, everybody? It's Joe Corsione here for another episode of The Art of Fulfillment. Um, yes, so this is an episode that I felt called to do, given the situation that we're in right now. Um, I know there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of questions, um, and ultimately a lot of changes for many of our lives right now, given the whole epidemic sur or surrounding the coronavirus or COVID-19. And one of the questions that I'm being asked a lot on Instagram and through people who um, are in my life is how do I deal with the uncertainty? How do I deal with the fear? How do I deal with this time where I don't know what's going on? And so that's why I felt compelled to create this episode because I believe that even though the world just seems absolutely crazy right now, and again, this is probably one of the craziest times that... I've seen personally in my life, um, I'm 25 years old, I would say like probably after 9-11 or I should say definitely after 9-11, this is one of the craziest times that I've, you know, been alive for. Um, and again, I felt compelled to make this episode to help you all out navigate this time and ultimately find fulfillment in crisis. And that's what this episode is all about. Now, before I start to get in to you know, the actual episode and the techniques this is going to be very practical. It's going to be a how-to thing. We're going to discuss the mindset, the techniques, the strategies, everything that's going to help you to be more fulfilled during this time. And these are the same tips, techniques, and strategies that I um, am advising my coaching clients to do during these times because um, I'm a mindset coach. I'm a personal development coach. Um, and a lot of my clients um, definitely think about these kind of things and how it affects their lives. And so I wanted to share it to the mainstream and I want to let you all know before I begin this episode, I want to offer my time to you for absolutely free and I'm not going to try to sell you anything through this. Um, but if you would like a 30 minute coaching session with me to help you specifically to navigate this time of uncertainty in this whole coronavirus situation, I will gladly do so for free. I won't try to sell you on anything. I'm just going to give you, um, all the advice, the same advice that I give my paid clients, um, just because I feel like a lot of people need it right now. And I understand that, you know, I can be in this podcast, but you might have very specific situations um, that might need a little more attention. So if you're interested in that, please feel free to reach out to me at Joe Corsione on Instagram. We'll set something up totally free. I'm not trying to sell you anything. Um, I'm just trying to give you my help, my love, and my compassion because I truly care about every single one of you and your mental well-being during this time of craziness. All right, everyone. So I don't really have to go into what the whole situation is. You all know, I'm sure you're listening to this in quarantine right now um, in your house and hopefully you're with loved ones. If you're not with loved ones, I totally understand you because I live alone right now um, and it's and being an extrovert and someone who loves being around other people, it's definitely been a struggle for me, but um, I understand the importance of this and um, I'm with you if you're alone, but if not... Um, I'm glad that you are with your families or loved ones or significant other or whatever um, and keep that fire going. But um, in those times, you might be just feeling, again, uncertainty, fear, and ultimately just this anxiety or stress that's coming along with the whole situation. And here are just my tips of advice to help you to stay fulfilled and cre actually create fulfillment during crisis. Um, and these are not just things that I do for myself. It's things that I've researched 
many different people who have gone through crazy crises in the past um, who have used these techniques to help them to ultimately get out of the situation. Um, one of the basis of a lot of the things that I teach is actually from a book called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Um, if you have you know, a book that you're looking for that's going to ultimately change your life, read that book. It is so pertinent to this situation right now and it is so relevant that I and it, it's it, it will blow your mind even if it wasn't a situation I totally recommend you read the book but that's where a lot of this stuff comes from but I'm going to touch a lot on here so the first tip that I want to give to you is don't emotionally react don't emotionally react and what I mean by that is not feel emotions because let's be honest like we are human beings and if you don't feel any emotions you're a sociopath right but it's normal to feel a bunch of uneasy and uncomfortable emotions in this time whether it's fear stress anger um, I know I was feeling a lot of anger when this stuff comes up because it's really throwing a lot of uncertainty in my life and a lot of huge plans that I've been working on for years are getting really sidetracked right now due to this whole thing um, so I was feeling angry you might feel sad you might feel scared you might feel worried all those things and it's okay to feel those things because feeling them is not the problem. The problem is usually in the reaction that we have to those emotions. So for example, if you're feeling some anger right now, um, a common reaction that I see a lot of people when they get super angry is they snap out at other people, um, whether it's their loved ones or their significant other or whatever, and that just causes a whole problem onto itself, right? You start treating other people badly. Maybe you make irrational decisions that totally screw up your long-term you know, plan for whatever things, right? Anger is not a good one. Sadness, right? If you're sad, like, again, you might be doing unhealthy habits such as, you know, binge eating or um, or drinking too much or anything like that. Like, sadness can be a dangerous place and anxiety can also be a dangerous place as well, right? You might make snap decisions that you might regret later. My point is that all of these things that I'm describing here are reactions to your emotions, right? You feel the emotion and then you react on that. But if you've listened to this podcast and you've actually, and if you've practiced meditation in the past and the whole concept around mindfulness and everything like that, there is actually a way to bridge the gap, or I should say live in the gap between stimulus and response. So if you feel anger or if you feel worry or if you feel fear, you can be perfectly present, perfectly feel that emotion and ultimately choose whether or not you want to react to it or how you're going to react to it. And we're going to talk a little bit about control in the future, um, but I'll just kind of give you a little bit of a sneak peek right now is the only thing that you can really control in life is your reaction. You can always control how you react to the emotions that you feel in your body, to the things that happen to you in the outside world. You always have a choice. It just takes some time to be more aware with your emotions and not just take them as snap judgments, right? So when you feel that hint of anxiety or you feel that hint of worry, you can literally just lean into it. And the point that really starts to become relevant, or I should say become recognizable, is once you start to realize that, you know, we tend to snap really quickly on emotions, the reason why that happens is because we try to resist the emotion, right? We start to feel worry or anxiety or sadness, and we're like, I don't know, I'm not sad, I'm fine, I'm okay. And then that usually leads us to try and act a certain way because we don't want to feel that way, which is totally rational, right? Who the fuck wants to feel worried, sad, angry, pissed off, all those things, right? 
But you got to learn to accept that the emotion's there. I hate the word accept, but that's kind of the the angle we're going to take it. You, my, my thing is you just don't want to resist it. Don't want to resist it. Acknowledge, I think is the better word. Acknowledge that the emotion is there. And then take a few deep breaths and just calm yourself down. And then choose to react in a different way, right? Choose to react in a way that is ultimately going to serve you as opposed to one that's going to hurt you. And it's probably best not to make decisions when you're in this mental state. Because think about it. Have you ever made an amazing decision when you were overly worried or overly anxious or overly pissed off, right? I know I haven't. I mean, sure, there might be one or two. And don't get me wrong. Those emotions can be useful in times to make decisions like that. But more times than not, they don't lead to good decisions. So I would say postpone any rapid decisions during those times and ultimately just bridge the gap between stimulus response it's okay to feel those things but it's how you react to those emotions that ultimately ultimately determine how you will show up in the moments here right it's not what you feel it's how you react to what you feel that truly matters so that's the one thing that or i shouldn't say the one thing that's the first thing that i would tell or am telling my clients during this time number two i would say this one's huge. It's a little esoteric, but I'll put some practicality on it as well. You got to trust your ability to make it through this. You got to trust in yourself to make it through this, whether it's faith in the universe, faith in yourself, faith in God, whatever that whatever that thing is for you, whether you're spiritual or not spiritual, you got to have faith that things are going to work out. And I know that sounds like some crappy, cheesy motivational shit like that is like, oh, think positively, right? But I like to see that as a source of truth, right? trusting your ability to make it through this because damn that is true that is not some fluff that is not some bullshit that is not some fucking fortune cookie you know shit that's out there that that you know you look at it and you're like ah okay yeah whatever you say right think positive buddy no i'm not the positive guy i am the practical guy i'm the realistic guy i ugh, hate that word again i'm using words that i hate a lot but i catch myself i'm the practical guy and I know for a fact that that statement is true, that you have the ability to make it through this because every single person in this life has gone through some sort of challenge, whether it's one challenge, two challenges, five challenges, 20 challenges, 30 challenges, 500 challenges, maybe their whole life was a challenge. But the fact that you're listening to this podcast right now means that you made it through that challenge. You made it through alive and you probably made it out stronger than you were when you first made into it. And I want you to think back to that time and how it probably felt in that moment that you weren't going to get through it, right? You might be feeling the same way that you are now at that time, thinking, oh man, I'm never going to get through. This is going to be too hard. There's so much shit popping up in my way. You got to trust in your ability to make it through this because you have made it through difficult times in the past. And this is just another one of those things. And so whether you get the virus or whether your loved ones get the virus, or whether you never see the light of day for 14 days like me right now, or never you know have human contact with another person for a while like, again, I am right now, and it's going to drive you insane. Trust your ability to make it through this. Because a lot of people start to get super stressed out about these kind of things because they believe that this thing is going to happen forever. And with it just exponentially blowing up day after day, I'm, I don't want to discount, you know, the the severity of how 
bad this issue is escalating day after day. It just seems like it just gets infinitely worse. But there's going to be a peak. There's going to be a time where it's going to hit its high, right? And then it's going to start to dip down. So trust your ability to make it through this because you have made it through things in the past. And here's your practical tip. Take out your journal and write down all the challenges that you overcame in the past in your life. Whether it was a an illness or whether it was an injury or whether it was a breakup or maybe it was a bad relationship or maybe it was a failure in school, in your work, in your job. Maybe you got fired, any of those things, right? And I'm not telling you to focus on the failures, but focus on where you are now relative to that thing. Because I bet you right now, you're, you, you are, I bet you right now that you are better than where you were at that time. And at that time of despair, it's like, it's like the childhood breakup, right? I'm sure many of you had this experience because when I was in high school, I had a girlfriend who I thought was the one, <laughs> Right? When I was in high school, I had a girlfriend who thought I was the one. And when she broke up with me, I literally broke down crying like crazy because I thought it was the end of the world. I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm never going to find another one, blah, blah, blah. And of course, you know, my parents and and I'm sure a lot of you parents or a lot of your parents who, if you went through the same things, were like, dude, like, come on. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, of course, they, you know, my parents were a little more caring about that. But after a while, when I started to really drag this out of my life over months, they were like, this is this person's not worth it. You're going to find someone else. You're young. You're high school. You don't even really know what love is. Uh, but at the end of the day, right now, I'm sitting here and I'm fine. And I actually also got out of a um, almost five-year relationship with a girl who I thought I was going to get married. And that relationship ended a couple of years ago. And at the time, I thought that, <clears throat> again, I would never find the one and that, um, you know, my life was going to be over. But I'm sitting here today stronger than ever. And although I'm still single, <laughs> I know that one day I will make it through this light, this single life. Although it's not a bad thing completely, but my point is saying like I have trust in my ability to make it through it. And that's what doesn't get me beat up on the times. So I want you to think of this time right now as that high school breakup where it's like, holy shit, the world seems like it's falling out around me. It's going crazy. But trust in your ability to make it through this. It's not going to last forever. And I've said this a million times. Tell yourself, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. It's a great mantra. And it's fucking true. It is fucking true. It's not bullshit positivity that's trying to hype you up, right? Because what follows winter is spring. What follows night is day. There's seasons to life. And there's seasons to challenges, right? Challenges come and go. So trust in your ability to make it through that. You know it's fucking true. Remember the times in your life when you ultimately made it through that and it's going to help to give you a little more peace in the moment. So that's number two. Trust in your ability to make it through this. Number three. Now, this is a more practical thing of like, how do I actually use my time during this mass quarantine, right? Again, if you're listening to this, you're probably cooped up in your house, right? And so... If you're looking for things to do, obviously, like a lot of people nowadays, like we like to do things externally, right? We like to go out to bars with friends. We like to go to events and concerts and all this shit. But now we're cooped up in our house and we might be totally just not stimulated in that way, right? I think this is an excellent opportunity to use this time to pause and reflect on your life. Reflection. 
is one of the things that will ultimately serve you greater than any other event or activity that you can do later down the road. Because many times, especially in today's society with all the technology and all the distractions and all the push notifications and the social media and everything like that, it is so easy to get distracted out there. Like having no distractions, and again, I know you're in your house and you know, there's probably computers and TVs and everything like that, but now you have much less distraction in your life. Having much less distraction is an opportunity to actually assess how you're doing in life because many times we're so distracted that we we rarely get the time to really look inward to ourselves, assess our life, and really take a step back and be like, holy shit, is this actually what I want to make my life? Is this actually the path that I want to be taking? Am I making the right decisions? Am I ignoring something? That's a problem that's been glaring at me for years, but I've just been too distracted to notice it, right? These are all questions that I feel like would be such a beautiful thing to, to discover in ourselves, right? And so I encourage you all to use this time to reflect and check in how you're doing, right? Ask questions just like that. How am I doing? Am I satisfied with my life right now? What areas in my life that need attention? And so, yeah, sure. Like, I think the best way to do this is to take out a journal and ultimately write these questions down and then just stream of consciousness. Like, and what I mean by stream of consciousness is just whatever comes into your mind, write it down. Um, you know, don't try to edit it. Just ultimately just put your thoughts down on a piece of paper because usually the first thing that starts to come up is usually a right answer, right? We, we all hear it all the time. Listen to your intuition, your inner voice, all those things. Usually when you ask that question and you're in a calm state, not aroused, um, you're going to come up, your initial answer is usually the one that you're, um, going to want to write down on there. But if you need a little more structure to this, here's an exercise that when I first did it, like it totally just dramatically changed my life because honestly, like it was, yeah, it it opened my eyes to problems about myself that I did not know. And so here, here is the ultimate, ultimate. Oh yeah. Sounds very fancy, but here is an amazing tool that you can use to help you reflect a little more. Sit down and rank yourself from one to 10 in these categories of your life and really sit down and think about it. And by one, it means it's just absolutely terrible, right? It's just horrible, is is total chaos. It is like Armageddon scenario, really, really, really bad. And 10 is it's absolutely amazing, right? It is perfect. It couldn't get any better. You're exactly where you want to be in that area, right? And again, this is all relative, right? Like success to one person is different to another person, right? Success in your health is different to one person than it is another. But I would just put this on a scale of one to 10 relative to where you want to be in your life, right? And so the areas that you can assess are number one, your physical body. So your health, I guess you can also think about it like that. So I would say your health your emotional health or mental health, that's number two. Number three, your relationships. Number four, your work or your career or your mission, whatever you want to call it. And number five, your finances. And looking at those areas, you want to grade it one to 10 relative to where you really want to be in your life. And the key here is to be as honest as possible. Don't be aspirational, be realistic, right? Be honest. 
be honest. Like if you are really, really not happy with your finances, but you tell yourself, eh, I'm fine. Obviously it's not helpful. The point of reflection is to be brutally honest with yourself so that you can actually do something about the thing. Again, what is this doing? What does this have to do with the coronavirus? Again, like <sighs> I'll pause here because from the actual exercise, because I just want to reiterate that the reason why I'm putting this in this episode for the coronavirus is because I don't think we're going to have a time like this in our lives to have so much time to ourselves to actually self-assess and reflect. And I know that a lot of people don't do this process on a daily basis or a weekly basis or even a monthly basis, right? Because we're so distracted. Now is a great time to do this, to use all that extra time that you have inside um, your house or apartment or wherever you're at to self-assess and reflect because I will tell you why this is so important um, after I get a little bit through the exercise. But back to the exercise. Again, take those five categories, your health, your mental health, your relationships, your work, career, or mission, and your finances and rank them one to 10. And really be honest with yourself. After that, once you have that all ranked out, you want to ask yourself, what are the areas in my life that, you know, on this list are not great? And I'll tell you one thing. When I first did this exercise, I honestly did not think that my relationships in my life were that bad before I did it. I thought my relationships were great. I had friends. I had my family. I had everything like that. And when I looked at this ranking, I saw that relationships was the lowest ranking out of all of this. And I actually did not really consciously know this. I knew it in my subconscious, right? Your subconscious knows whether or not you're doing well in an area. And this is the part of just yanking it out of your subconscious to really see into the light and to the truth of where you actually rank yourself in these things. And so at the time I looked down and I was like, holy fuck, like my relationships are not where I want it to be. And I had, I was shocked because I didn't know that. I went into this more so thinking that I was going to find that like my emotional and mental health was not the best area, but actually my worst area was my relationships. And I realized through that process, I was like, fuck, I need to really dig into this area. What do I not like about it? And this is the next step. Really look at the areas that are lowest in your life and ask yourself, why am I not thriving in this area? And again, you need to be brutally honest with yourself here. And Sometimes you might uncover things that you don't like. For example, in my relationships, I realized, honest to God, I was an asshole. I was an asshole to people. I was an asshole to my family. I was an asshole to my friends in my life. I always saw myself as better at that, and I as better as them, and I projected myself out towards them. And I realized that it all really rooted from an insecurity that I was always afraid of being rejected and being denied of love. And so I, I constantly pushed myself over others always thought about myself always put other people down um and that really hurt my relationships and i looked at that and i was like oh fuck this is not good why am i doing this this is not great this needs to change and here's an important fact here this is not meant to beat yourself up this is not meant to shame yourself this is not meant to put you down that negative loop what this is is data gathering and information gathering you need to be able to look at this stuff logically, ultimately assess that this is where you're actually at, and now use it as a point to make an action plan forward 
to improve that area in your life, okay? So I really want to make that clear. You're not beating yourself up here. I know a lot of you might be listening right now being like, fuck that. I don't want to do this. I thought you were the positivity and motivation guy. I thought you were the fulfillment guy. Well, guess fucking what? I am the fulfillment guy. And I think one of the key things to fulfillment is having that self-love aspect that is tough love. Looking at yourself and being like, hey, I'm not where the fuck I want to be in this area of my life. I need to be better in this area. And I will be better in this area. It's looking at these action points, or sorry, these data points so that you can take action forward to improve that area of your life. So for example, I saw that my relationships were a mess. I saw that I was an asshole. I saw that I had these deep insecurities about not being, uh, or of being rejected of love because I was never significant enough to other people. So... I had to sit back and do the inner work, do some healing. My, my action plan was to do some inner healing of my, ch- of my inner child. Do the, do the healing work to allow me to conquer these insecurities and ultimately get past those so I can have better relationships and then develop better empathy, right? Because empathy was something that I lacked and I know I needed to gain more of it. So what I did was I read books on the topic. I um, read or I listened to podcasts on emotional healing and healing inner trauma. Um, I took a an online intensive workshop all around healing, you know, your these insecurities in my life that ultimately held me back from having thriving relationships. And to the point where now I can say that I have some of the best relationships in my life with people. Um, I'm closer than I ever was to my family, um, my friends in my life. I have deeper relationships with them. Um, ultimately, I, I, I don't, I, I really catch myself when I can feel the insecurity in myself rising and feeling like I want to go out and put that person down because I'm feeling insecure. And I just catch it and I'm like, nope, not going to act that way because I know it's going to lead me down that path where I rank relationships ultra low. I want to keep my relationships a high. I'm not really a 10 yet. I still got work to do, but I can definitely tell you I'm an 8 or a 9 right now. And I really, really, really um, credit that all to this whole entire process I'm talking to you about. And it's because I took the time to reflect. So that's, again, why I think this is so important to do this right now. If you have the extra time in your time of solitude, in your time of quarantine, whatever that is, take the time to reflect Take those five categories, rank them one to 10 based on how, on where you are relative to where you want to be in those areas. Write down why on those low scoring areas, why you're not up to par, what has held you back, what are the things that you're doing that are giving you that result, and then ultimately an action plan to help you get out of it. And then here's the most important part, actually take fucking action on it, right? Because you can do all this reflection work, but reflection work especially self-assessing yourself um, and your, 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 your negative behaviors is just um, is, is really just sadistic. If you're not taking action towards it, it's, it's sadistic. So take the action towards it. Take the action plan. Focus on getting better as opposed to where you are now. And I think if you can do this during this time of crisis and solitude and a whole different world that we're living, you're going to find yourself way more fulfilled. So that's number three. Use this time to reflect. Number four, dealing with uncertainty. Now I made an Instagram post about this and I got a lot of great feedback and I actually got some hate, some hate over this too, which was very, very shocking from some people. Um, (laughs) So love it or hate it, here is my ultimate belief in life is when you are uncertain 
the reason why we feel anxiety and the reason why we feel fear and the reason why we just feel absolutely crazy when we don't know what's going to happen is because we're focusing on the things that we can't control. And by doing that, we ultimately go into a place of a victim mentality, right? The reason why we get so totally out of whack due to uncertainties because we feel like we don't have control over our outside environment and that we might get crushed by the external forces of life. Which honestly may be true because, hey, there are a lot of people in life who are super healthy who all of a sudden randomly get cancer. I shouldn't say randomly because there's a lot of cause and effect, but they get cancer, right? Or someone gets T-boned by a drunk driver even though they were driving just really, really you know, cautiously and following the rules and everything. Shit just happens like that right? And so again, it goes back to my point that I said earlier in the podcast. It's what it really takes to combat this fear of uncertainty, the fear of the unknown, the desire to know exactly what your next steps are is to only focus on the things that you can control. Because I'm going to be dead honest with you, and this is going to sound rough, but it's damn true. You don't really have control over what goes on in the external world. You don't have control over this virus spreading. You don't have control over whether or not you get the virus. You don't have control over, you know, what happens to your loved ones during this entire situation or what even happens to you on a day-to-day basis for the most part. What happens to you is not in your control. And I know it's a brutal fact of life, but guess why? Guess why this thing is so empowering? It's so empowering because now you have to shift your focus on what you can control. And there are only two things in your life that you can control. Number one, again, it's how you respond. How do you respond to the challenges that life throws at you? Are you responding in a way that is resourceful, which I'm going to talk about here too? Um, Are you responding in a way that's resourceful? Are you responding in a way with positivity? Are you responding with hope and optimism and joy? Are you responding with fear? Are you responding with resistance? Are you responding with anger? How are you responding to those things in your life? Because it's not what happens to us. It's what we do in the midst of the things that happen to us that ultimately determine the quality of our lives. And that's the second thing that we can control is our actions, right? And those two are very similar, but different in the sense, right? Reactions and ultimately our actions of what we do in those scenarios, right? So for example, for me, one of the big things right now is um, I have a lot of changes in my life. Um, I'm going to really wait before I drop it on this podcast just because... um, There are some things I don't want to speak too soon on, but uh, I have a big change in my life coming up as of now. And um, as this coronavirus situation does get worse and worse, that plan is slowly um, becoming more and more uncertain. And this is something that I've been working on for the past two years, have been striving on, have um, spent a great deal of work and long nights and ultimately a lot of my energy into. And I'm finally getting close to it, but all of a sudden this virus happened and now now it's looking like it might... Um, either be delayed or something might happen to it and I'm like oh fuck this is not this is just not good and I will be honest I started to feel that fear I started to feel that anxiety I started to feel that worry once this stuff started escalating but I reminded myself that I have no control over the situation sure like this opportunity that I've been working for might go away immediately what am I going to do about it though that's what really matters in the end of the day doesn't fucking matter what happens to me it matters what the fuck I do to it Am I just going to fucking sit back and give up? Or am I going to focus on what I can do, be resourceful in the moment, and ultimately push forward? Now, again, I'll give you a more practical scenario. Relating to the same thing, I've had to save up a lot of money over the past few months for this decision. 
And um, I had a pretty good budget rolling in. I was right on track and all those things. I had it budgeted down to basically the dollar. And this coronavirus situation, due to a whole host of things that I'm not going to mention in here, ultimately led me to blow through a lot of money. Um, and so in the time I could have sat there and said, oh, fuck, like, fuck this coronavirus, man. It's not good. I could have taken that victim mentality. But instead, what I did was I got resourceful. I said to myself, what can I do to help? What can I do to make this money back? What can I, can I sell some things? Can I, um, is there some money in an account that maybe I just forgot about that I can take out? Like starting to getting resourceful, right? And that's another tip that I want to talk about here is when you're feeling like you're getting fucked in a situation, like I know the coronavirus is definitely fucking some people pretty hard right now. And it can be really easy to have a victim mentality just being like, oh, this shit always happens to me. That's just my luck. Uh, the world is unfair to me. I get it. I fucking get it. I get it. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, those those things aren't important. I mean, because I'm going to be honest, like I've had it relatively good in my life, right? I'm, uh, I, I'm not just saying this to brag. I'm just saying this is a fact of life. I mean, I grew up in a pretty good community. I'm a white male, um, grew up in a middle-class family and, um, yeah, I've had it pretty good. But I've also had challenges in my life and, you know, even if you have, you know, it really great and a great upbringing, everyone has shit in their life that drives them nuts. Everyone has shit in their life that challenges them. And I know it's all relative and I'm not belittling anyone's situation whatsoever. But I just want to say that if you look at history, there are people who have probably had it way, way, way worse than you. And they are crazy successful right now, right? Can you think of people in your life? Because I know that I can. Think of people in your life who had such a great upbringing, right? Their parents were rich. They gave them all these, all this money. They never had to work a day in their life. And they're really making nothing out of their life. They're throwing it away. It's because it's not the fucking resources that ultimately determine the quality of your life and how you deal with uncertainty and unexpected situations. It's how resourceful you are, right? How resourceful are you? And some people, and I, this is what I got a lot of hate on in Instagram, which I understand. I understand completely. But people are saying like, yeah, it's easy for you to fucking say to not be resourceful. Like, I'm in this shit situation. I can't do anything about it. Well, maybe I'll suggest a different perception. Can you really not do anything about it? Or are you choosing to say that you can't do anything about it? And an illustration that I remember hearing once from one of my mentors that totally changed my life is that... If you were walking down the road and you saw across the street from you this giant house, right? And outside of the house, there was barbed wire fence. There was alligators in a moat surrounding the house, deadly alligators, like just hungry, waiting. They're human-eating alligators, right? There's, um, there's like lava all around the entire building. The building has gunmen on the top and everything like that, right? It's just a total, total fucking just crazy scenario right like you're like look at that you're like oh geez that is suicide right and if I went to you and I said hey inside that building is the person that you love the most in your life and if you don't get in there and find a way to break in there and get them out they're going to be killed and that's what you have to do you have to go in there get them out or else they're going to die I can almost guarantee you that you hearing that right now, you would say, I'm going to fucking try and do that. I'm going to go and fucking do it. I will find a way. 
Because when something is super important to you like that, you're going to find a way to do it. You're going to find a fucking way. So if something is really important to you in life and you feel like you're getting fucked out of it, just be more resourceful. Start to just think of all the possibilities. Don't just say you can't do it because if you say you can't do it, you're right. I know it's a fucking cheesy, again, motivational quote. It's like, if you think you can or can't, you're right. But damn, that is true. Because once you tell yourself that you can't do something or that something is impossible, your brain's going to be like, yep, you're right. Instead, you got to be like, there must be a way. One of the mantras that I love and these this core belief that I have for myself is there's always a way if I'm committed enough to get it. There's always a way. Impossible is not in my dictionary. And it's one of the core beliefs that if you can believe that to your core, it's going to serve you very well. So if this coronavirus situation is fucking you up in any single way, any shape or possible, trust your resourcefulness to make that money back, to ultimately make that time back, to repair any damage that ultimately may have fucked you. And listen, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy to go out and just make money like that if you lost a lot of money. I'm not saying it's easy to repair the damages that have been, may have been done with you unjustly or randomly or whatever. But I'm all I'm saying is it's possible. And the moment that you discount, not just the possibility of this situation, but your ability to actually make yourself through that and repair it, you've lost the game. It all starts with belief. You got to believe in yourself. And again, big way to boost your belief is think about the challenges that were seemingly impossible to you in the past and you overcame it and you saw it through. So there's a little bit interweaving of lessons there. So again, dealing with uncertainty, two things right here. Focus on what you can control, which is again, only two things, such as how you react to a situation, the actions that you take. And then secondly, be resourceful. It's not the resources that you have or have been taken away from you. It's how resourceful you are. Now I'm just going to give two more quick points because I know we're getting to the end of the podcast, but um, this is kind of to promote the sanity of not just yourself, but others as well. And that is how you show up will help others to show up better. The way that you show up is just as contagious as the coronavirus is right? The coronavirus is super contagious. So is the way that you act. If you're showing up constantly fearful, if you're showing up freaking out, if you're showing up totally worried and jittery and just flailing all over the place, you're going to give that energy off to other people, right? Like people are going to see that and they're going to start freaking out as well. Like, have you ever like been around someone who's like super, super anxious and you're like, fuck, now I'm feeling a little anxious. Like what the hell is going on here? I wasn't anxious a second ago. Now I'm by this person and ultimately I'm feeling anxious. Whatever you believe, whether it's, you know, vibrational frequency or energy or anything of those things, right? Whatever it is, like just seeing someone in that state or being around someone in that state is ultimately going to feel that same way around you. So think about it. If you're carrying yourself out to be stressed, if you're carrying yourself out to be worried, if you're carrying yourself out to really project this state of fear, again, I'm not saying don't feel it. I'm just saying don't project it out into your world. Don't react in a way that's going to really show those things. Ultimately, like what's going to happen is if you do show up that way, it's going to cause other people to feel the same way. And I know that you're such a good person if you're listening to this podcast that ultimately you want other people to feel safe in these times. You want other people to feel good in these times. You want other people to feel like they have this sense of everything's going to be okay. And it really all starts with how you show up, right? Because I know a lot of people out there who are just super, super well-intentioned. They're like, I want everyone to feel great and blah, blah, blah. But then when you're around them, you're they're freaking the fuck out. And you're just like, dude, like now I'm freaking out. Like what, what's going on here? I know you want other people to do it, but 
if you feel good about it, you're telling me to feel good, but you don't look all right. And now I'm freaking out. Just imagine how you want other people to show up in these times. And I want you to show up in that way as well. Whether it's around your kids, whether it's around your your spouse or significant other, whoever it is, how you show up is going to determine how other people show up. And again, like you can't control how other people will react. Some people, even if you're calm, will react in ways that are super, super stressed out in the moment. They might start freaking out and they might not immediately um, start to be in a place of calm if you approach them with a place of calm. But what they're going to do retroactively once their um, emotions start to calm down and their brain starts to um, subside of all the chemicals that drive these emotional patterns, they're going to sit back and they'll be like, wow, like Joe was really calm in that situation. Fuck, I was really out of line. Man, you know, maybe next time I'll be calm just because I saw Joe doing it and I know he's got a lot going on too and this thing's affecting him, but he's really calm. I think I can do it. It's like that Gandhi quote. Be the change you want to see in the world. So if you want to see other people like totally be at a place of peace in this total chaos crisis that we got going on, start with yourself. Start with yourself, okay? And then one last point here. Listen, I know how addicting the news can be right now, right? There's there's hundreds of new cases coming out every day in the United States. If you're not in the United States, I'm sure your country, it's even worse if you're listening in Europe oh my gosh my thoughts and prayers out to you guys it is what you're going through right now is crazy too what everyone's going through Australia I know Australia is listening right now man I know you guys have had such a crazy last few months um you know with everything you guys are going through um gosh my my love to all you guys and for any other country who's listening right now that I might have not mentioned here just know that I'm sending my love to you for sure. And I can know, I know that it can seem like this is never going to stop with all the news and everything like that. But I want to encourage you with one thing, be rooted in reality and don't fall into the news. Um, I'm not saying don't stay educated. I'm not saying don't stay aware. I'm not saying don't watch the news and abstain from it at all. All I'm saying is you have to recognize one thing about the news. Sure, it's there to inform you, and like that is what news was essentially created to do. But in the end of the day, like this is absolute profit territory for them. They like the news thrives off of fear. The news thrives off of crisis. It thrives off of these big red flashing letters trying to grab your attention because it knows that you're going to stay stuck to it when you're driven by fear because you're always just trying to think of the next thing that's going to happen next and you're going to keep going onto their website. You're going to keep tuning onto their channel. You're going to have all those things and that's such a good place for advertisers to come in and that's just the nature of the beast. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. There's a business. Like they're trying to run a business. That's how they're doing it, and that's what it is. All I'm saying, and this is not, you know, totally trying to dig on the fucking media. Like, I don't want to get in that path. (laughs) We can have a conversation about that on, you know, some other time if you'd like to. But all I'm saying is recognize that the media is trying to get you all riled up. It's trying to get you all riled up. And so I would say try and limit your consumption of the media. Turn off, like, the push notifications on your phone, too, because I think one of the best decisions of my life personally like I used to be on top of the news all the time all the fucking time I had push notifications for every single news app possible and I would always get these news app and I remember like I would I remember specifically sometimes when I was feeling great I was feeling fine I was feeling you know happy and then all of a sudden I picked up my phone looked at the news thing and all of a sudden like my mood was just wrecked and I started to get in this place of fear and anxiety and all that shit and then I said you know what for a year I'm going to take off all push notifications for news on my phone and guess what 
not only do I feel better, but I feel like I haven't missed out on anything. And I think that's the biggest reason why people have the push notifications on the phone because you feel like you're going to miss out if you're not in tune with it. Here's the reality. You're not. You're not. The world's going to go on. You're going to find out, especially if you're more intentional about it too, right? Because when you pick up your phone, you see something on a push notification, you usually aren't intending to um, see those things at that time, but really only look into those things when you're intentional. And also too, like there's a lot of just crazy headlines out there and headlines are literally designed to have you hooked into it. Just when you see crazy headlines, again, just try not to look at it from an emotional perspective, look at it from a logical perspective. Um, because when we see these things through a logic or sorry, through an emotional perspective, ultimately it's just going to cloud our judgment. It's going to make us feel worse. Um, but we want to look at the logic behind it. Again, I'm not saying that this coronavirus situation isn't bad. I'm not saying that it's not a crisis. I'm not trying to downplay it. I know it's serious, especially for people who are older who have pre-existing conditions that this could be something that is life-threatening. I understand that. But all I'm saying is don't give in to the fear. Stay rooted in reality. Find out the facts. Don't just look at like the snap headlines out there because again headlines are meant to turn your head they're not meant to inform you and just stay rooted in reality um and what you really are and again focus on what you can control you don't want to focus on what you can't control um so you can stay informed but don't like be like on your phone attached to the hip looking for every single minute to minute update on the coronavirus right it's gonna happen whether or not you like it and you just got to limit your consumption so you're not in total fear. So stay rooted in reality. That's my last tip there. So to give you guys a summary about everything we covered in here, and I really hope this helped. And if I did not cover something that you have a question about in terms of fulfillment, so I, I guess let's just tie this all back to fulfillment. Why does this all lead to fulfillment? Like how, how does all these things lead to fulfillment? The reason why all these things lead to fulfillment is ultimately doing all of these things, whether it's, you know, remembering that you have an ability to make it through this or reflecting on your life so you can actually get better, utilizing those times, being resourceful when life throws a fucking shit sandwich your way, whatever it is. I believe that fulfillment in life, one of the key tenets is doing something really challenging and coming out the other side not only alive but way better than you were going into it because many of the people that i've interviewed on this show have said that some of the most fulfilling things in their life has been going through things that ultimately made them better in the end and it was using that to contribute so if you're young right now you can use this time to practice these things that I'm talking about, get through on the other side, and then if a scenario like this happens again when you have kids, you can teach them what you learned to get through this scenario and ultimately help them to get through it or help the next generation to go through it. Like for me, like, I mean, yes, I was around during swine flu and I actually had swine flu, funny fact, and I'm actually here alive right now. But, um, you know, when a new generation comes up that isn't attuned to this kind of situation, you can ultimately come in, give the advice that you learned in those scenarios to help them get better. Because I think one of the greatest gifts in life are our challenges. Choose to see this time as a gift. 
choose to see this time as a blessing because I can promise you if you choose to see it as that way, you're going to come out a better person and you're going to be able to take what you learn in this scenario to help other people get through challenges, not just, you know, another pandemic. Hopefully we don't have another one, but any other challenge in their life, right? It's that's, I think, at the end of the day, what leads to fulfillment, because there are two things in life that are just key pillars of fulfillment is growth and contribution. We can use this also as a time to contribute right? Because when we don't emotionally react, like I said, and you can just, you know, react in a more positive way, you react that you, you affect the lives of others because you're showing up better. Like I said, if you can trust your ability to make it through this again, you can use that to help other people get through times of challenge. If you use the time to reflect, to get better in your life, right? Whether it's your health and you realize going through that reflection exercise, you're like, shit, I'm not that healthy. You being healthy Leads to you being a better coworker. Leads to being a better um, spouse. Leads to a better boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, um, whatever that is. Entrepreneur, podcast host, whatever you are, athlete, whatever the fuck you are, right? Getting better in any of those areas of your life is is going to lead you to show up better to other people. And again, like be the change you want to see in the world. If you want to see this world be a better place, gotta focus on yourself. And that sense of contribution is gonna bring you fulfillment. So I'm choosing to see this whole coronavirus, COVID, whatever you want to call this situation, I'm choosing to see this as a gift and an opportunity to get better no matter what happens. And I hope you will too. And that's why I think doing all these things that I say is going to lead to a more fulfilling life. So again, to recap everything here, number one, don't emotionally react. Acknowledge that your emotions are present, but don't act upon them, right? Don't don't make a snap decision in that time of feeling that emotion, right? Because as Viktor Frankl says in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, there's a place where you can be between stimulus and response, and you have a choice in that. That's not exactly what he said, but it's somewhere around that. And I encourage you, if you're really more um, interested in learning about that skill set, totally read that book. I, if you read that book, it'll change your life forever. So number one, don't emotionally react. Acknowledge that your emotions are there and act in a way that's going to serve you as opposed to hold you back. Number two, trust in your ability to make it through this. Best way to do that is to think about all the challenges that you went through in your in you know your earlier experiences in your life and how you got through the other side, not only live, but better, right? Trust in your ability to make it through this. Number three, use this time to reflect. Ask yourself, how am I doing? Am I satisfied in my life right now? What areas of my life do I need attention? Rank yourself from one to 10 in those areas that I mentioned before. Notice why, or I shouldn't say notice, but ask yourself why you're not doing great in those areas and then make an action plan to get better in those areas and then take action towards it. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't say, fuck me, I suck, whatever. Tell yourself, I'm not good in this area yet. I'm not good in this area yet. Because when you say yet, you give that preconception in your mind that you can get forward and get make progress towards it. So use this time to reflect. It's going to serve you totally. Next, in order to deal with the uncertainty of the whole situation, got to do two things. Focus on what you can control, which are your actions and which are, is how you respond. And then secondly, be resourceful. It's not about the resources that you're getting fucked out of right now due to these coronaviruses. Coronavirus. <laughs> It's how resourceful you are in that situation. Next up, how you show up will help others to show up better. So if you want everybody to be in a calm state right now, 
the only way that you can really do that or have an impact on that is how you show up. So you want other people to be calm, show up calm. That doesn't mean don't feel scared, don't feel any of those things. Again, just means choosing to respond in a calm way despite feeling those things. And then the last thing here, stay rooted in reality, limit your news consumptions, don't just take your headlines at face value, be educated, all those things, but at the same time, just don't let those news outlets get to you, your emotions and everything like that. If you do all these things, I guarantee you're not only going to make it out of this whole coronavirus situation, but you're going to come out feeling better. You're going to come out feeling stronger. You're going to come out with more tools to actually equip yourself. You're going to come out with an action plan to actually get better after this whole thing ends. And you can actually start, you know, hitting the gym if you're healthy, which by the way, if you're not hitting the gym because of coronavirus or sorry, if you if you're not hitting the gym because of coronavirus, good for you because you're not going out and spreading it. If you're not working out because of coronavirus, because the gym's closed, I think you may be, I think you may need to assess your your health category and uh, be more resourceful, right? Do some push-ups, burpees, whatever. But anywho, all to say is that not only you're going to come out better, not only you're going to come out alive, not only you're going to make it through this, but you're going to come out fulfilled. You can find fulfillment in crisis. You can find fulfillment through the difficulty. You can find fulfillment in times of darkness. And again, if I haven't answered some specific question for you, or you have a situation that you believe is truly specific to you and this doesn't apply to you, 100% for free, if you reach out to me on Instagram, at Joe Corsione, I will sit down with you for a 30-minute coaching session and help you through your session, to help you through whatever question that you have right now. <clears throat> And I'm not going to sell you anything. I'm not going to push any of my services. I'm not going to charge you for it. I'm doing this all for free. So hit me up on Instagram at Joe Corsione. And then um, <clears throat> hopefully by, <clears throat> excuse me, coronavirus. No, I'm kidding. I, I think I'm going to keep doing these solo cast series just because I've gotten not only good feedback on them, but I think there's something that the world needs right now. Um, we'll still do some interviews here and there, but I think I'll release um, a solo cast episode. Uh, once a week um, during this entire time and then based on the feedback I get will determine the topics that you that you know I will talk about in these episodes so if you do have a topic that you want me to talk about also send me a dm and let me know and I'll make sure it gets in here all right everybody be safe be healthy wash your hands don't touch your face Um, be resilient trust yourself and ultimately remember that this is going to pass um and just remember to hug your loved ones tell them you love them if you're not with them in present and um yeah just do all those things and we'll make it through we'll make it through everybody i promise we will so all right everyone thank you so much for listening to this episode of the art fulfillment and remember create a fulfilling life for yourself take care